before we can put a cap on 2023 in MMA, we have one last UFC pay-per-view to tick off, and it just so happens to be one of the most stacked of the entire year. Welterweight champion Leon Edwards is finally fighting someone other than Kamara Usman, and his new belt is on the line against returning contender Colby Covington. After a dominant performance against the best welterweight of his generation, Leon Edwards will once again have to prove he can handle another high-level wrestler. But that is not all that Chaos is bringing to the table. With a guaranteed non-stop pace and high-volume striking to back up a grappling assault, has Colby got the tools to finally win an undisputed title? Or will the accurate striking and Leon's ability to control the flow of the fight stop Chaos from taking over? Alright, so today we're going to break down this matchup and take a look at the following. Leon Edwards' range control, Colby's constant offense, and some of the X-Factors as well going on in the fight. There's a lot to break down, um, but let's start with Leon Edwards. Let's have a look at his basic game, his striking, how he gets the job done, and how it all works, really. Uh, one thing you should know about Leon Edwards, obviously, he's a kickboxer, he's southpaw. One of the best things he does is manage distance really well, uh, but also have a response and a offensive threat at every distance on the outside uh, in boxing range and in close with the clinch but the first thing he does and how everything starts is with his jab so let's take a look at the jab from leon edwards pumps it out there helps him manage the distance pulls away from these kicks it's all about range control from leon and it all begins with a jab jab against cerrone throwing some fakes behind it and you'll notice every time he jabs he creates all this space for himself all this space. And once the jab starts going, then he starts going one, two behind it. So it's jab into the one, two, space created again, jab, and then to the, the lead hook straight this time as well. Resets the distance, all about the space. And he's so good at managing and measuring the range as well here. This is a great example of this. Just these slight pulls when he's in front of Usman, just able to really tell the perfect distance and range. So jab first here, and what he does after he gets his one twos going, he starts to land his kicks. And again, the jab sets things up, jab to the one two, and then jab to the kicks inside to the leg there against Luke. Lots of body kicks here that he just explodes into. Lovely kick that hurt Usman there as well. He's got powerful kicks and he's got some sneaky tactics to set them up here. He's southpaw, steps back into orthodox. Usman goes to level change and he just blasts a body kick. That's really nice. Sometimes people, when they retreat, you know, they move backwards in their stance. But if you've got the ability to wait, step back, and then fire off the back foot. It's just another creative way to surprise people, especially when you step back, they level change and you come straight back through as well. So as soon as this left foot hits the ground, it's going into a kick. And Leon has a ton of ways to set up his kicks. He gets the, you know, the classic head kick set up that knocked out Usman. But the majority of Leon's game all starts with him just getting his jab going and then he'll jab one, two. And as you start to move away, He's got all this space to start letting his kicks go. The jab obviously can be used at longer distances, also to create distance. When they're at distance, Leon's got the kicks, but he's also got this really good clinch game he uses when people come inside of that kicking distance. So if he jabs and you go backwards, he can kick, but if he jabs and you come forward, then he starts bringing his clinch strikes into it as well. So here we go, jabs against uh, RDA. He crushes distance, and then you'll see this beautiful elbow that he throws over the top. Dangerous with these elbows. Same against jabs, distance is crashed, cracks him with a lovely left elbow. Against his Cerrone, jabs, floats in a little bit, and finds another opportunity to grab that elbow over the top. So even in the Cerrone situation, he kind of half enters, and sees if Cerrone is going to go back. He comes forward, so he's able to change into these elbows really close. 
it seems pretty simple, but not a lot of people have the skill set to be able to fire weapons at every range. Uh, John Jones is really good at this. Obviously, he has his elbows in close. Some people just box and they just want to keep it in boxing range. And if you're on the outside, they'll try and leg kick you. You know, there's a lot of different complexity in a lot of different styles. He honestly reminds me a lot of uh, Darren Till. South poor kickboxer. As soon as the range was closed with Darren, he'd go straight to work in the clinch, a vintage Darren Till, which we kind of just saw change a little bit over time as well. But Leon is basically dangerous everywhere. In the clinch with Cerrone, Cerrone obviously had a lot of problems dealing with this left hand, this left elbow over the top, and he destroyed him with it. But this is kind of sneaky here because he feels like he's just kind of grabbing wrist control. It doesn't, he's not swimming for an underhook to pummel. So you, you feel kind of relatively safe because it feels like almost he's being defensive and trying to control your hand to stop you from striking him. But you'll see he quickly curates himself a little bit of space by bumping the shoulder and then the left elbow comes over the top. And why is this so important? Well, someone like Colby Covington, he loves to crash forward. He loves to create chaos and scramble and charge into you. So we saw a bit in the Gunnar Nelson fight. Gunnar is someone else who likes to jump in. He's leaping to strike in, but he will clinch as well. And we can see Leon deal with that kind of an attack very well by using his clinch strikes when that distance gets closed. So against Gunny and the Blitz, he's able to grab underhooks, just bang some knees to the body here as well. And then on the break, fire these shots from the clinch. RDA pushing forward, pushing forward, and Leon just waits here, just stands still, lets RDA crash into him. And then he just controls the, the right hand again to create space over the top for an elbow. So even if he's gonna wait and just plant, if you smash into him, he's still got answers. He's not always trying to clear space over and over again. And even against the cage as well, elbows for days. So against Cerrone, after he'd been hit with this elbow like six times, Donald starts to control this left hand because he doesn't want to get hit with this elbow anymore. So what does Leon do? Starts to create space, frame away, and starts banging these knees to the body over and over again. Really horrible, uncomfortable knees to the body, framing on the hips, now you're not getting anywhere. Cerrone's still trying to protect this left hand, gives it up, goes to a single collar. Right, okay, stay away from these knees. What does Leon do? Bam, straight over the top with the elbow as well. So it's almost like he'll put you in a position where he can control you and land offense. And when you get uncomfortable and change position, that's when he's looking for his more devastating strikes. Something Luke Thomas said a while ago was how Leon was so good at the 50-50 positions half guard, under over, where he can win those positions, control those positions, and then make you pay when you try and get to a more dominant position yourself. He's happy to survive in those 50-50 positions and do damage, and he can win the fight from there. And if you can own the neutral positions, you can then force your opponent to want to change and make mistakes and create more opportunities for yourself. And one last example of it here, this sequence with RDA, so it goes from uh, the full Muay Thai plum into the over under, and they're just constantly transitioning through these clinch positions, making RDA aware of everything that's coming, and then another elbow on the break as well. So if Colby does wanna run forward and crash into Leon, you might run into these clinch positions where he's gonna have to worry about Leon's control and his strikes from there. And if he's gonna wait on the outside and give up space instead of come forward, Leon can start getting those kicking games going and his long strikes from the outside. So that's Leon, kind of in a nutshell. Obviously his game is way more complex than that and, and there's a lot more to it, but let's just keep things in frame of reference to what we're talking about today. Let's take a look at Colby, all right? Colby, you'll know him for his wrestling, you know him for his cardio, but I think really it's his determination, his will, uh, his toughness 
uh, his heart as well that makes him a lot more dangerous than, than people realize and especially when he has confidence when he feels like he can win the fight when he feels like he knows he can beat you when he feels like he can use his wrestling which he didn't really seem like he felt confident in in the Usman fight he's he's a different fighter and the chaos comes out so let's take a look first of all at how he started some of these fights against guys like RDA so four seconds into the fight Colby is sprinting at him immediately on the wrestling and it's non-stop here until he gets the takedown. So one takedown attempt, tries to pull him forward, doesn't get it, still leaning to come forward. And then he'll hook the leg to try and pull him back the other way, doesn't get that. So immediately he's now coming to rotate to the back for a body lock attack. It's non-stop. If you counted all the takedown attempts, there's one for the double, one for like the, the body lock, one for the reap, one for the, the back take suplex. So it's just attack after attack after attack until he finally gets you to the mat. And here we go, five seconds into the second round. Punch, 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 straight into the cage. And it's right back to this non-stop attack. And you know, he's got five rounds to do this. RDA is not someone who struggles with cardio, but it's the non-stop pressure of Covington that's broken a lot of people. And it includes this wrestling game where he smiles because he knows he can outwork you. And he knows how much energy it's taken out of you. And it's non-stop leaning to pull you off the cage. This way he doesn't get it. You'll start trying to hook legs. Here, drags down uh, Jorge, he does a good job. Rot takes the back pulls him back the other side for another takedown Jorge's able to get up and Colby goes to the back tries to push him forward tries to get the body lock tries to pull him this way can't get the takedown rotates to the other side it's just constant movement pulling you left to right until he can finally drag you down and Jorge keeps getting up here I mean we're three minutes in or two minutes in Masvidal is refusing to give it the takedown Colby gets a bit of a position here and something else that Colby does that someone like Usman didn't do to Leon, Colby will attack the neck. You know, he's got some submission wins on his record, but it's also going to force you to change position as well in a way that someone like Usman didn't really work for, for Leon. He was kind of content to hold position, whereas Colby's going to neck crank you. And I love this here, full sprawl from Masvidal, who's a good grappler, by the way. Colby's still able to get to his knees, drive him into the fence, rotate to the back, and then start to work to attack that neck position again. And he locks in this face crank and Maslow has to turn, scrambles back out, goes to the back, chest wraps nicely here, lovely hook to rotate back on top. And we're round to the backside position and we're basically right back to where we started. And what did you just do? Expended tons of energy trying to get away from these positions. So it's not just neck crank, give me more dominant position, it's neck crank. You better move, you better keep working because if you don't, I'm gonna finish you. So ultimately for Colby, it's not just about securing the dominant position, it's making you move, making you work constantly to drain you, to wear you out because he knows he can just go and go and go and grapple and work for days. So we saw the extreme example of that in the Robbie Lawler fight where he was constantly dragging Robbie off the fence. Also, when he had these back positions, he starts to attack Robbie's neck as well, which makes him keep working. And you know, by the end of the fight, Robbie Lawler was absolutely knackered, but this is just Colby in a nutshell. And he did this to a bunch of guys. The only people he didn't do this to was, was Kamar Usman, really. Everyone else kind of fell victim to it. And we'll talk about Colby on the feet. So he's very, very wild. This is the start of the Usman fight and he is just swinging. And he's going power for power with a guy who has more power than him. But he just puts out these constant combinations, which does work, but it's also kind of super dangerous at the same time. And that's the first round. You see here the fourth round of their second fight. Same pace, barely any different. He's a bit banged up, but he's still keeping up this attack. Hurts him with this body kick and has all this energy to absolutely swarm him here. And this is, this is the chaos of Colby Covington, where he's like calling you on, come on, let's fight, let's fight. 
But if you ask me, this isn't the best version of him. You know, he's trading with Usman here and he wobbled him at the end of this round, sees it and calls him out. And obviously, great shot, left hook, wobbles Usman. How could you not like that? But it is a little dangerous to be swinging like crazy against someone like Usman who has more power than him. And in the second round of that fight, Usman dropped him and hurt him because Colby was trading with him. His striking sometimes is a means to an end as well. You know, like he's obviously trying to punch you in the face, but ultimately he's trying to strike and strike until he can run into takedowns. So against RDA, teep kicks, you know, he's just pushing you to the fence, doing anything he can to get you to back up. Same with Masvidal, just big shots and chaining this into his takedown attempts. So, he, you know, Good distance management here just bites down on the mouthpiece and, and pushes forward because he wants to just wrestle you. He wants to make you work. So yeah, that kind of a chaotic style, it works for a lot of reasons. You, know, you can overwhelm people amongst those crazy exchanges. He is landing punches and he is getting takedowns as well. But you know, this is kind of the worst of, of that really with Colby. If we take a look here, he'll just leap in and just swing wildly. I mean, these are these shots aren't really close to landing. He's opening up himself. You see here against Usman as well, just a massive overextension on this left hook. And these are the kind of opportunities, you know, Leon will look for right here, a big straight right from Usman, because again, Colby's just swinging and leaving himself open. And, and he got busted up a lot in this fight. And you can see Leon here, even against someone like Gunner, who's much more technical than entry, blitzes in and gets dropped with the left hand, left elbow over the top. So again, the chaotic style of Colby, yes, it works. Yes, it pushes people to the fence. Yes, it helps him get takedowns. But Leon is such a calculated guy that if Colby does leave those openings, I'm not saying Leon will take you know advantage of them, but you can believe that Leon will be looking to. You know, it's not a guarantee that Leon's going to outstrike Colby because Colby's got a lot of pressure, and we'll talk about that later. But Leon definitely has shown he's got the ability to pick out those moments and those kill shots. And ultimately, although Leon's quite a slow-paced guy, and some of his fights get called quite boring. I look at Leon Edwards as a sniper. He can take you out at any moment with one shot. Sometimes that one shot lands in, in 10 seconds, like we saw in his really early on in his UFC career. He, he was looking for those kill shots and he found it immediately. And sometimes it takes the entire fight, like with Usman. But he's always looking for the finishing blow. Sometimes it lands, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it takes him longer to find it. But any time you give him an opening, he can put you out because he's got the power to do it. So again here, Leon with Usman. When Usman's running forward and charging into him, Leon's holding his ground here. He's not backing up to the fence like Chaos would want you to. Leon holds his ground and he's great at reading these shots and firing back and working from these different positions and gets his elbow there on the clinch as well. So you can expect if Colby's gonna be running forward like this, someone like Masvidal and RDA who backed up, Leon's shown he'll stand still and read and then try and fire and find the holes even in that situation as well. So. I don't know if it's a great idea if, for, for Colby to be swinging and trying to trade like he'd done with other fighters. Like, I'm going to throw 20 punches at you and one of these is going to land and I'm just going to throw so quickly and move so much you're not going to be able to hit me because I, I think Leon's probably going to be able to find those counter shots. Well, there is a version of Colby Covington that's a lot more calculated, that uses his jab, that uses real crisp, short combinations. He did it in the Usman fight in, in one or two rounds and he looked much better than the guy that's swinging and loading up on all these shots. This is a beautiful combination, just example. Real classic, just a 2-3-2 two, two right here. Super simple combination, but he hurts Usman with it and he's not over committing on all these strikes. Lovely little ducking right hand, timed that beautifully. And all this just great jab work. This isn't him going crazy. This is using the basics of his striking game to get his opposition where he wants it. 
Maslow's looking for the counter shot, and it's also much more defensively a uh, sound way to fight because you're not over committing. So if, if Maslow's trying to counter, he's got a lot more time to read the incoming shot. Something else we should probably talk about, we always kind of mention secondary in these breakdowns, is leg kicks, all right? Now, Colby puts a lot of pressure on people, so it's not always easy to land leg kicks. And in a lot of situations, he's fighting against orthodox guys where the leg kick isn't always there because it's not a same stance matchup. Leon is a southpaw, Colby is a southpaw. They'll probably switch at different points, but for Leon, that left, that, that lead leg is there all day. This is a, a cool example here. So Colby, southpaw, Jorge, orthodox. As soon as Colby switches, bam. Jorge is chopping that leg, and you can see the reaction right here. And you'll see how sneaky Leon is with these leg kicks, man. He's, he's, he's accurate with them, and he can go outside to there, or if he's orthodox, he can go inside. And we saw RDA chop the legs, and this hurt Colby. He, he, every time he got leg kicked, he pushed forward and, and tried to wrestle straight afterwards. So it's probably worth mentioning that Southpaw v Southpaw, that lead leg will be there. But here's a great example of Colby, right? This is the, the accurate version of Colby. No overextension, lovely little jab into his level change. And he's working in these short blitzes, accurate combinations. There's no overcommitment. Now, he had worn Robbie out at this point, and he's fighting an opponent who's letting him constantly pressure, 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 because he's back against the fence trying to cover and trying to roll. And this is great for Colby because he can go for days. But we have seen Leon in this position. We've seen this version of Leon Edwards, the guy who backs up to the fence and the opponent just comes forward and swarms and, and Leon plants and covers up. And we've seen him, you know, lose moments in fights like this. So if this version of Leon Edwards shows up against Colby Covington, who comes forward and fights with pressure and puts opponents against the cage like this, who knows what's going to happen, really? I mean, there is a version, like I say, of Leon Edwards where Colby Covington can really take advantage. Right here as well, this Usman just walking him straight to the fence. And then again, Leon just covering up, getting wrestled against the cage. Same thing again, you know, Leon's trying to keep him off with this jab to create space, but he's not moving his feet and he's giving Usman no reason to, to go anywhere. He's able to just hold him in this position. We've talked a bit about how Colby gets takedowns, okay, as well, but it's also not beyond the realms of possibility that Leon Edwards might try and take Colby Covington down. We saw Leon take Usman down. We'll have a look in a second. RDA here takes Colby down. You know, it's a beautiful double leg from RDA. Just collects the back of the legs and, and pulls him out against the cage. This is the fourth round, so things have slowed down a little bit, but Colby flat on his back. You don't see that every day. If Leon Edwards can put him here, it'd be pretty interesting. Dion's great in these clinch positions. Again, he's underhooks back. And usually when he's got his underhooks back, he's always able to reverse these positions. Same situation again, gets the underhook, only this time as well against Gunnar Nelson. Leon's gonna connect the hands, step to the inside for the reap, doesn't get it, goes to the back, and it's a lovely little suplex to, to finish off, or a body lock takedown. And that's where he gets his takedowns. He's not a double legger, he's a body lock guy. Against Luke here, lovely body lock, drabs him off the cage. And that is, of course, the same takedown we saw against Usman. Gets the underhook, double unders, locks the hands together, outside leg trip and then gets the body lock takedown as well. So it could be interesting, you know, like it's a lot to think about. You know, they're gonna start in the middle of the cage. Leon's gonna be jabbing. It's a question of whether Colby goes back and gives Leon the space to kick or if Colby comes forward, in which case we see the clinch exchanges. Is Leon gonna be able to control those positions? Cause he's won a lot of clinch positions. Is he gonna be able to fire those elbows? Didn't get much of them off against Usman, but against Colby if they're still in these neutral positions in the cage, the 50-50 spots, Leon might be able to win those exchanges, land some big shots from the clinch and force him back on the outside where he can start to work his kicks again. 
Or maybe Colby comes forward, Leon backs up, and he keeps him against the cage. He chains his wrestling. He wears Leon out. He attacks the neck. He makes him work. We've seen a tired version of Leon Edwards. Now, granted, some of those examples, Leon was at altitude. You know, people have said that a lot. He did look tired in that fight. The rematch against Usman in London, he looked great. He looked perfect excellent performance. There's just a lot of unknowns in this one, really, I think. Either way, guys, there's some analysis for you in terms of how both these guys operate, how they might match up on the feet. I definitely think Colby Covington is the kind of guy who could show up here and get a big win and cause an upset. He's got, you've got like Donald Trump in the building. You know, Colby, Colby's only ever lost really to Usman and I think Wally Alves, who, who guillotined him back in the day. Apart from that, it's just Usman he's lost to. And matchup-wise versus Leon, you know, Usman's a big, strong guy. Leon's definitely a, a strong, athletic guy, but it's not the same kind of matchup. So the game that Colby couldn't use on Usman might work on Leon Edwards. But Leon has been looking fantastic, a master at controlling range, a master at keeping you where he wants you to be, whether that's on the outside, whether that's locked up in the clinch with him, or reversing those bad positions he gets put in against the cage. But you guys, let me know what you think down below in the comments. I want to hear your analysis. We always go back through and have a little read of it. Some of you come up with stuff that I don't think of. Some of you get it right. Some of you just don't even bother because you, 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 you know, you should watch more of Breakdown because there's, you know, there's a lot to learn. It's a complicated sport. It's all right. Either way, uh, thanks for watching. Appreciate it. 296, last pay-per-view of the year. Thank you for watching all the breakdowns this year if you enjoyed them as well. Thank you very much. We'll be back next year. 297, we've got a good main event then as well. But uh, enjoy the fights this weekend and let us know who you think is going to win.